This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. <laughs> Candy, the final girl, Allison, and this is the house that screams. Tonight's topic is the 1989 cult film Society. I'm very excited to talk about it, but it's kind of hard to know where to begin. Let me intro uh, the panel. We have Sean Smith. Fuck you, butthead. <laughs> I have Erica Wright. Hello. Uh, Dave German. Hey, everybody. Daniel Nightmare Nerd. Greetings, my fellow horror fanatics. And we've got Rob Antiquera, who's going to start us out with our combo tonight. Okay, so um, before we get into it, I just wanted to quote uh, Sean Waynes regarding this film. I wanted to quote Sean Waynes from the film Don't Be a Menace to South Central by Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. <laughs> and I wanted to, to, quote, to quote the part where he goes, Ill! <laughs> <laughs> Because that, can't, can't argue with that. Can't argue yes. with that. <laughs> you know, um, I I I had many instances where I could have seen this movie, and uh, uh, I I kind of blew it. So like, you know, the, I did that too. We were just talking about that. Right. So when when this episode came out, oh, finally I get the I get to see this movie because you know you hear about how crazy it is and how uh, you know just absolutely batshit insane it is. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, it's not so bad. It's very classy yeah. production. And then, like, oh, there's 20 minutes left. I really said, oh, now I get it. <laughs> and yeah, after yeah. a while, you're like, oh. Delayed reaction. Oh, yeah, it, okay. it, is, it is, like, I just got to say, this is really fucking perverse. Like, just. It's not just perverse, uh, but it's, like, so surreal. And it was, you know, the guy screaming Mad George who did the effects. Yes. They specifically wanted him because of his surreal style. So, like, at that shunting. Okay, the shunting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the shunting. Shunt me. Shunt me. Shunting, because you know that's the meat of it. And then we're gonna work around that. But the shunting, <laughs> when we get to that scene of the shunting, which I have a whole lot to say about that, but I'm just gonna say a little bit right now. I didn't know where even to look because of that whole <laughs> mess of like surreal 
shit going on. Like yeah. it's sexual, but it's not. It's gross. I don't. I don't know. And so I didn't know where to look. Yeah. And the screen, I was like, there's so much going on here, and I don't really know what to do with my eyes. Right. It's it's so dense. There's so I much needed, going like, on. I needed like a guide. You know, like they did in Renaissance paintings with the color red, like to direct yeah. me yeah. around. To swipe a phrase, looks like a giant Jello mold. I hate yeah. Jello. <laughs> oh, there's always room for Jello. <laughs> This is a bad. This is a bad movie to watch with someone else. You want to watch this alone because yeah. someone else will be like, "Man, is this turning you on?" You're like, "No, it's not turning me on at all." Yeah. You know? well, so. It's the kind of movie your parents will walk in on. It's, it's destined to happen. Right. right. Absolutely. We watched it together. Like, and we were looking at each other, going, "Oh my god." Is this doing anything for you? Or is this doing anything for you? Yeah. No. It was a collective what the fuck moment. Like. Yeah. Like it, just, it was one after the other. Like what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Right. And I, I like how uh, the. Director Brian Usna, um, mm-hmm. he he was not concerned with logic at all. Like he he had no concern about putting There's psychology in it. If you really right. think about it, like he like you know they were like, oh, are you gonna put any logical moments in? No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, that's what that's what I like about Brian. It's like he's he's what I call like a naughty filmmaker. Well, yeah, like, yeah, he's a reanimator. Right. He 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 does shit to be just. I, I, I imagine Brian's the type Literally of filmmaker that, that he makes these type of movies and then sits in the back of the theater waiting for people to get to the fucked up stuff. Like, and then he's just like, why he's twirling his fucking uh, like snidely whiplash mustache. Snidely whiplash. Snidely whiplash. Snidely whiplash. That's an evil way to make movies, but God bless him. <laughs> funny because Reanimator, and we actually watched that on Valentine's Day. It's kind of our Valentine's Day film. Does that say anything about our marriage? Oh, I- my God. It does. Actually, it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, we watched on Valentine's Day. Um, it was kind of a tradition we started years ago. Yeah. God. Well, well, it makes sense because, you know, it's got a bit of romance to it, so it makes sense. Could at least be brighter reanimator. This, well, no, it has to be reanimator. But the thing is, is like he he signed on, Brian Usna and signed on to do reanimator, but he's like, I only will do it if you let me do society first. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, why? <laughs> I mean, it's... I, ha- I don't hate the film. I really don't, because it's just like, I, th- there's no place for it. It's its own thing, yeah. and I, I got to respect that. It's very unique. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unique is... Uh, it's definitely unique. It's like, it's like less than zero meets the thing. Yeah. Is yeah. that how, I, it, it, how it came to me? Yeah, yeah I can oh. see that. I was, um, was going to say more like from beyond. From, yeah. Well, yeah, from beyond. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Which which Brian Usna also produced. I was about yeah. to say uh, Brian Usna. Yeah, so he, he really likes that he, fucked up shit. <laughs> didn't he work backwards? Like he he started out with the big finale and kind of okay. I need, now I need a movie to get me to that point. Like he worked backwards to that. I know he, it was meant to be like a slasher movie. Reverse Merlin. It was a it was a, supposed to be like a slasher movie when he originally got in the script and he's the one that added all that fucking like because you know. That's just his thing. He likes right, yeah. he likes goopy shit. Let's give it up for screaming mad. Melts movies. Yeah. Goopy, screaming goopy. George, like, dude, I want to look inside your brain a little bit. Let me pick your brain, like, yeah. how the fuck? But he was inspired directly by Salvador Dali, which mm. I'm sure Daniel appreciates. Yeah, that makes sense. No. Dali. Yeah. You have to say his name right. He was Dali. <laughs> but I, I think for me, it, so it, sweet it, food and chocolate loving. The uh, the special effects was the only thing that really had this movie going for me. 
it the movie itself like if, if it wasn't for the special effects that they used in this like complete shit show i don't agree yeah. with that i i i don't i, I don't need it i i dug i like i dug the mystery aspect like what exactly is going on? Because the mystery is what gets you to that point. Because you, yeah, you want to figure out what the fuck is actually happening. And when you do, it's like, oh, grody. <laughs> like, this is what they're doing? But the. Uh, like, you think you know, but you don't know. You right. don't know. You can't comprehend right, until you yeah. see that. Like, it is oh, not into your mind. I don't think anybody would could have just thought about exactly where this was leading. <laughs> yeah, I, and I was pretty grossed out. Like, cause the, uh, the, and I gotta say this, and this is what I'm talking about, what I was gonna get into. Okay, so like the whole th- getting your hand up a dude's ass and turning him inside out. Oh, yeah. Like, what? And then Billy Warlock, you know, Billy, our hero, whatever, Bill, um, you know, so I'm like, he's about to die, and then he, he's got that like, uh, douche hard, I forget his name, what's his name? What, uh, Ted? Ted, yes. Yeah. Okay, and he's, I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna die. They're gonna kill him, and they're in the shunting, and all yeah. that. So, um, you know, but then you see him, like, punch, and then goes yeah. down, and his hand, his fist, fist, is <laughs> also dude's ass. And it goes mm. all the way up to his face. I'm like, how does that happen? Okay. Caligula would be proud. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's really fisting that guy, and him inside out and then we see like just some worms yeah yeah i feel like it's some kind of like psychological puzzle that we got to put together because all these things represent like we've got some like edible stuff we've got some you know just some really weird familial kind of things mm-hmm. and um and can I also talk about the end with like you know our lovely Clarissa gorgeous Devin Dasta mm-hmm. but um, yeah. He runs off with her, and I'm like, you know, the bitch is one of them, right? Like, are you gonna rip, her, like, fist her asshole and turn her inside out one day, or when you're done with this bitch? Like, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but uh, she, she she's into that. She's she's obviously loyal to him because she saves his life. I mean, he obviously yeah, he knew a, by that point. Oh, I like her. His girlfriend's a fucking bitch. Yeah, who, uh, plays a bitch in every movie. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Slumber Party Massacre too. She's always yeah. annoying. Right. <laughs> But uh, but I wanted to get into uh, Billy Warlock for just a second. Yeah. Billy Warlock, who is also the son of Dick Warlock, yes. who Michael Myers in uh, Halloween Two. Yeah. Now I, I I'm a I'm a fan of the critic Outlaw Vern, and uh, he did a review of Society, and this is how he describes Billy Warlock in his review. He said, uh, uh, played by Billy Warlock, he almost seems like some kind of lab created '80s hero, mild mullet polo shirt under his Letterman jacket, Emilio Estevez swagger with a slight Michael J. Fox vulnerability. Yeah. Yes. That's that's spot on. That's spot fucking on about uh, the villain here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like uh, Billy Warlock, who, uh, who's also mostly known for uh, being on Baywatch. And also he did some soaps. And because yeah, the first thing I, I, said, I saw his name, um, I didn't realize I had seen him before, but I, the name was like so cool. I'm like, but it sounds like a soap opera name, Billy Warlock. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, he did soap. <laughs> so it was a soap opera name. Yeah. Pretty cool. We used to use Billy Warlock as a term when we made shorts, like when like uh, we would get an actor and they wanted to be like paid, 
But the stuff and it was like, oh, fucking Billy Warlock over here. <laughs> Cause that's, wow. Cause that's, no, because that's the reason he left Baywatch because he wanted to be paid more money, and it was like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever meet him, you, you have to tell him that. We're you what you're worth. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> a whole Baywatch conversation with us today. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, you know, the Baywatch girls are kind of famous. They're a big thing. You know, I got Pamela Anderson. This is mm-hmm. a whole slew of them. Like, I don't know. Yeah. We all we all know the real breakout star was Hasselhoff. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, <laughs> you know, because I used to watch him on Night Rider when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Night Rider was uh, yeah. Night Rider was the jam. I thought I, I but yeah, and everybody's Hasselhoff for it. But like the thing is, is like Baywatch was known for just in these really stupid because like, okay, life cards are one pieces, right? You look up a picture, look up a picture of them. It's cut all the way up to like their waist on the sides. Mm-hmm. You see more than hip bone. I mean, it's like way up here, and then you got the boobs hanging. I'm like, they life cards. That's not gonna work. That's not. I'm not buying that. It's really just to show it a jiggle fest, really. Oh, it works. I like this movie. <laughs> a lot of jiggle. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of jiggle. But, yeah, different kind of way. <laughs> but this movie was kind of early pushback, at least uh, as far as I know, early pushback against the 80s, that sort of uh, age of just get as much as you can as fast as you can. Yeah. I think this yeah, struck like, me as sort of like Wall Street. Before American Psycho. Right, so he's like in this yeah. family, but he's not, he's our hero, so he's like, yeah, outside of it. That's what, that's what I got from it. Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. May, may I go off a little tangent here? Sure. You may guess. One of my first, well, actually, my first job, I had a weekend paper route in one of the wealthiest communities in my state, New Jersey. And uh, this movie definitely made me harken back to that a little bit because there's one thing that job taught me rich people are fucking weird. And they are fucking really, really, really strange. Is that a I, I, I'd be walking around in this neighborhood at two in the morning. I'd see people meandering around in their pajamas, sometimes their underwear, <laughs> and that's when I wasn't just dropping the paper in their stupid their driveway and I'd look up and see them in the window watching me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Wanting to invite you to the shunt. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Fresh, fresh blood. So how we watched it was um, with Joe Bob. Yep. We like to watch, you know, when Joe Bob does movies because I, I, I'm in love with Joe Bob. And it, and it helps. It, it does help. But <laughs> oh, this is his. This is up his alley. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and you know, he was having gleeful fun with it, and he was, you know, it starts at the beginning and he just says shunting, and when I think of shunt, I think of like in, getting into a vein, you know, like you know, when they put a shunt in you. And I'm like, okay, so, and he keeps talking about shunting, and I'm like, what are they going to do? And, and like, m- mind you, we're Googling shunt. The as... whole time, and it's just, like, reinforcing yeah. what I think shunt is. So I'm correct in my belief of what shunt is. But I think I just made something up. Like, we're just going to call it shunting. Yeah. But he keeps, so, in each break, Joe Bob's like, shunting, shunting, shunting. And laughing, and him and Darcy are just having a great fucking time about it. And I'm like, what the fuck is, I don't know what's going to happen here. Like, they're going to shove stuff in people, or... Some shunts of people and like drain them. I don't. I don't understand. And, and then you learn. Yeah, we weren't prepared. Mm-mm. Then it started happening. I'm like, oh my god, what? Oh, yeah. Most, most definitely. I was I mean, sitting there eating I, I chips. Felt like I was on acid again. 
Oh, I, I couldn't, couldn't, I couldn't imagine. imagine trying to watch this on any type of drug. Because I felt oh. high, like, and I wasn't, and it wasn't a good high at all. It was, a, I was like, what? Yeah, like like a, we need a hand, and suddenly his whole head is a hand chasing him, and I'm like, yeah, the <laughs> badass. I'm at you. All right, so are we ready to do plugs? <laughs> we have to shunt first. Oh, we do each other. It's something like first. No, thank you. I'm a, I'm a shunt. It's first the I'm a shunt uh, eating or the first the dining, the first conversation, then the dining, then, then the, the copulation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, because I put that on my I put that on my dating profile, so you, it worked out good. Yeah, we'll do shunting. How do you, first, how do you first, first you must tie them down and spank them, then the oral shunting. <laughs> so so how do you like your coffee? Sugar, cream? Sugar, you want me to pee in it? You want me to pee in it? And I was like, what? what? No. And like, you're a class axe. And I'm like, wait a minute. What? How is she a class axe if she wants to piss in this coffee? Like we're getting some weird shit, man. Uh, like you're yeah, out gonna bring up that quote too, just because it was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And um, yeah. Thing, he's just kind of nonplus. He's freaking out about all the other stuff, but he's like, man, this hot chick wants to piss in my drink. But I'm thinking maybe they're implying that's a normal thing in rich households. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's, no, that's all it's, I can it's get from like it. This weird was... allegory because we don't, you know, they're the one percent. Not all of us know what that life is like. No, I I have seen. Uh, part of the one percent life, and it is weird, but it's, you know. So it, I mean, I, I can see where, you know, they're they're different. They think different. And I, I, my aunt, you know, I never thought she would change, but as they started to get richer and richer, and buy bigger and bigger homes, and mm-hmm. then they started becoming secluded, and then they started acting really strange. And it's all about, you know, I never thought my aunt would be like that, but she's like, you know, I saw her from my grandma's funeral, and she's like. Nobody's noticed my fifteen thousand dollar Louis Vuitton bag by the maid, and I'm like, "Hi, how are you?" Yeah. I reiterate, rich people are fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking weird now. I'm and like, this is coming from me, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I don't know. I just pictured like the screenwriter that writing it. Okay, or would you like me to pee? And he writes that down. He's like, shows his. Should, oh yeah, let's go with that. We're gonna go with that. You know, like, okay, it's one of the less weird parts. Yeah. yeah like, like, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's one of the less weird parts. I know. It's, it's, like, it's like a racer head. You know, cut him up with these regular chickens. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I really like this movie, but it has more. It has so many loose uh, plot threads. You could make a sweater out of. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell? Clarissa's mom. Like, Please yeah. explain oh. that to me. And I was waiting for an explanation, but there was none. Right. As she's like, just she's, she's just, just this like weird some fucking like, menace. Yeah. How is she a member of the upper classes? How does she function in that group? And apparently she doesn't because she's not really invited to their parties. Right. But it's, like, <laughs> but it's like I'd like a little explanation about that. And, They're just and like, ah, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're on your own there. <laughs> and I, I can't remember the direct quote. It makes me mad because I wanted to go back and rewatch that part. But something like, "Nothing's better than the love of the hunt, except for like the love of the shunt." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Play." Because it rhymes. I, I, uh, I think we all know what they originally wanted to put in there. Oh. Uh, yeah, and wow. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. It's like if you if you've done like Psych 101. <laughs> yeah, get a little hot in there, isn't it? 
all of us have done a little bit of psych studies, maybe some of us more than others, but there's so much like weird abnormal psychology that you can apply there. And I think it's, (coughs) pardon me. I think you can think of it as more like a think piece. And it it was so different from, you gotta think of all the stuff that came out in 89, where horror was, you know, the eighties were switching into the nineties and nineties, the beginning of the nineties was like kind of a lull, really. And so here's this interesting think piece that you like you want to rewatch, not because you had fun, but more like I I, I want to have more thoughts about this. I think I want to try and figure this out. I think it was just the beginning of the deconstruction of that, like I said, that 80s vibe of get as much as you can. And this is sort of so 89, the very end of the 80s, the, the end of that sort of era. And then we got the 90s with the grunge and the. The anger, right. which you know, I dig a lot more. I think that's this movie's a, a nice transition to that. Oh, I yeah, think. absolutely. Yeah, and wow. you know, there's really nothing else like it. I can see that. There's that's nothing cool. else like it. And I'm a huge fan of Reanimator, but like Reanimator is a, such a it's a cohesive story. <laughs> which this is not. That's some really weird shit, and I, I really <laughs> like that film. It's it's different too. You know, Brian Usna is just. I don't know. Like he's got his own thing, and I like it. I like that it's so different, and it's you can watch something, and that's that's where I need his work right there. You know, that, having a distinct style. Yeah. Like, you know, there's one thing you could say about this movie: it's distinctiveness. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It stands you know, out. You no, know, I asked about it. Let me pull up my phone notes so I can quote this directly. Give this person a shout out. I asked about it on Twitter, and in Twitter, I was like. You know, what are your thoughts on society? You know, the film. And it's sick. <laughs> so, uh, my favorite one is um, at Los Martin with a Y. And he, this, the, the quote is I saw it by accident and without knowing it was a horror. Big shock, huge, and quite disturbing, really. It stuck with me. It does stick with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In fact, sticky might be the word to describe this movie. Watching this by accident. <laughs> Can you imagine just, like stumbling into this movie? And this that probably would make it even better. That's <laughs> how I de- that's how I discovered this movie. I was on yeah. uh, YouTube and I was looking up, you know, the best gore scenes or whatever, and it came to this movie. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I thought maybe <laughs> I wandered into some dark web thing or something. Yeah, that's the, but that's that's how I first stumbled across this. <laughs> it's extra. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see this as being one of those that you would go through the video store and pick it up just by the cover, you know? And, and I did, <laughs> but I put it down. And you take it home and you watch it, and you like when you take it back to the video store, you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're with gloves on. I'm yeah. just gonna. In plastic, like I don't want this to touch my skin. You don't want anybody to see that that's what you're returning, like. Put it in a brown paper bag. <laughs> It's also it's also one of those movies where it's like uh, you have friends over, it's like, hey, you guys want to watch the movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you put the shit on. And then they block you on Facebook. I know that you can continue our friendship in good Here's a restraining order. It's funny, it's funny, you, it's funny you mentioned that, Rob, because we, we've talked about the movie Kids before. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow. That was yeah. that was the movie that that people that I I had first met and and had come over to my house when I was a teenager, and that was the movie I would put in. And by the end of that movie, <laughs> just like they're sitting there like like just 
fucking clammy hands gripping their knees. What the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, well, so I try to... went a little off. What movie was it that you had your friends watch? Kids. Kids. Okay. Yeah, Larry Clark. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that and Gummo were like. Oh Gummo. Gummo. <laughs> you see, your friends are like dialing their mom. Please come get me. Right, yeah. Please yeah. Come did, get me. Didn't, didn't he know? used to run around with an orange horse? <laughs> no. Say the, what? Didn't Gummo used to run around with an orange horse? Yeah. No, no, no that's Gumby. 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 <laughs> Gumby. Gumby. Damn it. <laughs> I remember. Uh, they showed a the a, a, a clip of Gummo in a belly with the Nas and DMX, yeah. and that's where we discovered it. And then I remember we were so obsessed with watching finding that movie afterwards. Like we gotta find out what that movie <laughs> that was is. During my video store days, and it was like one of those things we had one copy of, and we would get it, and like somebody would rent it, and we never see it again. Yeah. Kids was the same way. We couldn't keep kids. Um, they we had one copy, and like somebody would rent it, and we'd never see it again. <laughs> We'd have people come in and ask all the time, like, when's it coming back? I'm like, I don't think it's coming back. Yeah. I just remember him on like, Letterman, that, that director. Steal it. That dude was on Letterman one time, and I remember watching, I was watching Letterman back then, and it was like Crispin Glover level weird. Yeah. That that dude, I remember, just remember that stuck with me. <laughs> you have my attention, though. I love Crispin Glover, and I saw he his live so performances. Unique. He's yeah. something else. I was and, yeah. My favorite gift right now is the one of him dancing and Friday the 13th. That wasn't like a choreographed dance. That was just him dancing. That's he's, how yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a different kind of guy. He's, he's yeah. different, yeah. He's, you know. yeah. He's, the, he's the best thing in the Charlie's Angel uh, remake, well, not remake, yeah. but the movie, the one that one from back. There. He's the best thing in that movie. Yeah, yeah. with the hair, with the hair, you know, the, the uh, you know. That's an interesting lover. <laughs> anyway, back to subject. Yeah, let's talk about Billy Murlock some more because you know what, he's a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy. Handsome guy. Enough to get more money for fucking Baywatch. Yeah, well, I thought he was good looking on Baywatch. I didn't watch Baywatch, but in, like the cast. <laughs> Yeah, okay. We sure you didn't. Believe. Sure you didn't. Bitch, listen, you know I didn't watch Baywatch. I was busy watching horror movies, but our classic films, my other thing. But, um, yeah, but he's a good-looking guy. And, you know, so it was – I think it was really good casting to have him be the main character in this world of, like, paranoia. And Yusna also said he was very inspired by Rosemary's Baby, the paranoia in that, where, like, the paranoia – I can see that. The paranoia is like the main fear, you know, going on, but it's actual real things. He's, he's not paranoid, it's real fear. And everybody thinks he's paranoid or is treating him like he's paranoid. And that's how it is in Rosemary's Baby. Everyone's in on it but Rosemary. Everybody's in on it but Bill. Kind of, yeah. like, kind of, kind of Shutter Island. Yeah. yeah. We're all protagonists together. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I thought he was, he was a really good... Uh, you know, focal character because he's so like just white bread, nice, you know, good looking guy, you know, just, you know, he's perfect to like descend into this madness and just to see how it affects him because you need like, you're just average, you know, decent guy. He fits yeah. that bill. With a it, feels like, it feels like one of those seventies. We didn't have a mullet in 1989. 
I didn't have a mullet, but I did have like this really sick rat tail. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I, I need pictures. I need pictures of this. I got was... you. I got you. I, I had it. I had I had the stair step shaved in the side and oh my god I'll do you, I'll do you one better proof of this. I'll do you one better I was I tried to do the vanilla ice shaving the lines <laughs> of my eyebrow, oh, but I screwed oh, it up and ended up having to lose the whole brow <laughs> nice yeah. like you've got like you're yeah. taking radiation and I, and I and I had Zubas and the hammer pants so uh, yeah uh, I remember yes. your hammer pants you you thought you I were was, something you uh, were uh, upper guy I had, ha- I had hammer pants that were Chicago Bulls themed. Oh, 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 oh. That's not bad. That's pretty cool, though. You, you were just taking it all. I, I, I wore them to my to the uh, roller rink where my brother worked just to torment him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we 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 had talked about this. So back in back in the uh, the eighties and the early nineties, uh, we used to go to the skating rink. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and <laughs> my my favorite thing was to dress up in this. I had this black button up silk shirt. <laughs> And and these fingerless gloves, right? I had those too. Mine were cooler. And and I thought I was king shit out there on the roller <laughs> until until they called for backwards skate. Then I had to go. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go. I couldn't skate back. Dude, I was like skating at the roller rink. Yeah. So that's, that's my uh, that's my tale. Feel free to blackmail me. You know. <laughs> I wore like the jelly bracelets and um. Oh my god, I remember those. Gloves Snap on. But I had like one that I would wear, just one. The '80s were um, an interesting time. Yeah. 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 Some some incredible TV, some really cool movies, uh-huh. some terrible music, some and shitty hair. God awful fashion. Bad hair. Music in there, a little bit of good stuff. But yeah. you know, my mom was like, "Why do you listen to stripper music?" <laughs> She's like, this is literally stripper music. I'm like, and then you ask mom, mom, how do you know what stripper music is? Because yeah. <laughs> I always, always get that. They're like, is your real name Candy? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, are you a stripper? I'm like, do I look like a fucking stripper to you? <laughs> I'd be like a Monday night stripper. Like nobody wants. Oh, I'm not stripper material. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> working be at nice, Monday. Be nicer to yourself. Open. Be nicer to yourself. Thank you. No, I am being nice to myself. I'm just saying I'm. I don't think I'm like gross. I just think I'm not a stripper material. So it's been weird having the name Candy, and I'm a blonde normally. But I'm keeping the black hair. I'm done. I'm done with the blonde. For for like all my life, I've been blonde. So my roots come in. Me too. That's funny. I yeah. I'm naturally blonde, and it's like I got to a point where it's like I got to cover this shit up. Well, <laughs> and the funny thing is, is like now that I'm not because I've been platinum's my signature thing. And um, because of the, uh, when the lockdown happened, I couldn't find bleach. Because uh, my hair's like a darker blonde. And I, I like Because people were drinking it. Like, you know, Targaryen <laughs> blonde, if you're into Game of Thrones. And, but, so I couldn't find any, so I decided this blue-black. And everybody's like, oh my god, you look so much younger. I'm like, oh, what are you trying to say? How old did I look that nobody told me? <laughs> That's, a, that's what they call a backhanded compliment. Yeah, I got that exact same compliment from people. I was like, oh, you're saying I looked like a hag before. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, and that's women, that's how we think, because we're forward thinkers. We're like, wait a minute. If I look younger now, why didn't you tell me I looked old then? Like, I don't, how old did I look? I'm going Where were you when I needed you? Yeah. Like, you didn't tell me. Like, a real friend would tell me, like, oh, my uh, God, Candy. Candy. 
You know, you know, a former incel. Please don't go giving that dark side of myself opportunities. No. <laughs> my my smart ass sense of humor will take over, and I won't be able to restrain him. Uh oh. Unleash the beast. <laughs> Release the kraken. I think I can handle it, but okay. But it's like you know, for guys like, you know, I don't shave for a couple days. And, you oh, know, oh no! I'm I'm forty. I get I get white and gray hairs. It's all gray. But some asshole, oh. you know, so one of these guys that you know I work with or whatever, and they're like, oh, you know, oh, somebody's got some gray hair, motherfucker. You don't think <laughs> I see that? You don't think I know that? I got kids. I know where this shit comes from. And a wife. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I put gray hair on everybody's head, including my own. I'm silver, actually, all in the front. I've been since I was 30. But anyway, so like... Yeah, that's a topic. Yeah. What were we talking about? It's hard to stay on topic with this one because I don't know what the topic is. I like hard rock zombies. No, this is better. This is way better film. Yeah. I I agree with that. No no Phil Collins walk makes it better. It it, it has something (laughs) unique to offer. Yeah. You know, something that's never been done. And I got to applaud that. Well, and I, and I got to give Brian using credit because, you know, the same year that this came out, he was producing honey. I shrunk the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot he was involved with that. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking at like two different ends of the fucking spectrum. Kind of like Robert Rodriguez shit. Like Honey, I shot the kids. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have spy kids, and they're gonna take <laughs> one of the dudes from Spy Kids, and we're gonna make like this really raunchy, gory ass fucking movie called Machete. So, and it's like, the same character. Yeah, it's the same character. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing to people? But it's like, could you? <laughs> but like the evolution, right? So like, you know, uh, someone our kids' age grew up watching Spy Kids, yeah, and then later yes, on they watch Machete, and they're just, like, mind-blown, like, holy shit, it's the same guy. Yeah. Right. I feel yeah. like society is still culturally relevant, because, I okay, like, the whole tacky rich person aesthetic that, you know, the main character's family has and all the other upper-class people, and you know, it's, are like, like, the, like, um, like the the pics from like Trump Tower, you know, when he's showing off how rich he is with all the gold, gold standards. Yeah. It's just garish and it's just, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, you it's, know, far far be it for me to judge, but with some of the rich people decor that I have seen pictures of, you can tell this is trailer park trash who just suddenly came into money. They yeah. think this is how a rich person lives. But I think that's like Donald Trump. It's like he's not like a classy rich let's, guy. Let's like, not get political, but I will agree. Yeah. Yeah, no class. I will say that. But but okay, so so taking what you're saying, Daniel, so could you imagine if this film if, if the whole shunting scene took place in like a house the house in like Texas Chainsaw Man? You know um, actually, actually, yeah, I could, but definitely it being a really bad rich person's house makes it much more fun. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's it like has it, a whole different dimension. Right. If this was like something that took place in like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, or just some some shitty rundown fucking house, it wouldn't have it's the same effect. It's where you kind of expect that shit to happen. Right. Well, you know, not if, 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 marble, if, not, you know what I mean? If, 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 if I may go on a further tangent. Uh, yeah, I think if I may go. Sorry. We keep talking over each other. I was going to say, if I could go on just one further tangent. Uh I've told you guys about my misadventures in Blairstown, home of the original Camp Crystal Lake, first Friday 13th. Well, it's a fairly wealthy area. But 
the times I've been there, it's also creepy to me because these houses are set on big lots of property. Mm-hmm. And me being the uh, creepy little type that I am, I look at that and I think, that house is really vulnerable. You know, if some maniac broke in and started killing all of you, no one would hear a thing. That's what? how my aunt's house is. <laughs> but, but for all we know, they could be having shunting parties and no one would hear a thing. Maniac. And I'm, Right. Yes, and, and I and I might add, there there was some of that going on back in the day that I've read about. No. My aunt's house, she keeps moving into more secluded, richer areas. She lives in like one of the richest places in the country, and you can't even see neighbors. It's just woods, but there are neighbors somewhere. I'm sure. I think she told me there were. I never see. I've yeah, never I mean, seen I mean, them. I haven't even seen their houses because the houses are so big and the lots they sit on are so big and they're so secluded. But they have, but trust me, nobody's going to be breaking into that shit. A part of why Charles Manson and his family, they chose that house in Beverly Hills where Sharon Tate and Robert Polanski were living because it was isolated. It was on a Mm -hmm. big piece of property. Yeah. And, and people did hear things. They did hear gunshots. They did hear screams, but it was Beverly Hills. There was crazy parties going on there all the time. So people right. just shrugged it off. Right. Well, and that's the that's the thing too. With you know, I've, I read a lot about you know serial killers and true crime and stuff. And you know, a lot of these people like they know what they're looking for. They know the houses they're looking for. Yeah, if you're in the criminal mindset, like you you can like case people out, case out their you know their routines. Let's how these like methodical criminals work. I know that much. Or if you're into shunting, you know what you're looking for. You're looking for you're looking a place where you, mm. you can do that undisturbed. Yeah. No, so correct me if I'm wrong, if I got the wrong impression. But so, okay, like, so we got mom, dad, sister, and we got Billy, who is just a regular human. And so that's right. They, they raised him just to get into yeah. an age so that he would, he would be properly shunted. Yes. So they, it was just like sort of like, this is our food we're growing. Right, absolutely. That's that right? absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's absolutely it. God, I would be furious. <laughs> that explanation you just gave makes more sense than anything in the movie. So thank you for that. Yeah, like, uh, I, I really do appreciate that. Things. I, I like. I like to. I'm, I'm a logical person, so I try to find like logic in things. So I'm like, this must be the. I'm, I just want to make sure that that was logical. Yeah. Right. Because I think this this movie is really just theories that you can present. Because I don't think there's an actual, like, it's a story story, you know? <laughs> yes, that is, uh, that it's, was, uh... fucked up moment from fucked up moment. No. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that was, that was Yuzin's whole thing. He really didn't give a shit about the logic. Mm-hmm. He just, he just wanted to put fucked up shit in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the shunting scene, um, you know, that's all, um, done similar to what, like, they did with Linnea Quigley, um, with her breasts in... Native demons, you know, uh, like sort of gelatin, and it, it's only good for a certain period. So when they did the shunting scene, they had to film it quick mm-hmm. and all at once, and you he, know, because it would break down. And my favorite story is uh, how when they filmed that scene, how he put the sign outside the sounds or the, the, yeah. the stage door. This said, "Abandon all hope, ye who enter." Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think another like relevant thing with this movie today and also like so a lot of us have studied psychology maybe I've studied some criminology as well but 
in one of my classes taught by an FBI trained criminal profiler, basically rich people have the weirdest sexual fantasies, the most deviant sexual crimes. And now oh, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, you know, sex yeah, trafficking. Yeah, a lot of that oh, trafficking. Yeah. Like, and yeah, there's a lot of examples. And think about a lot of them that get into, like, that dark web shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just makes you think, like, are you so jaded and so bored and so, like, looking for a thrill? Like, you've got to dig that deep. Well, I think, right. I think some of it has to do with the fact, you know, I think a lot of people have certain fantasies that they really don't embellish on. They don't, you know, it's a mm-hmm. private thing. They yeah, don't really share head, it. Yeah. But once you get to a certain, you know, uh, means station in life, station in life, right. And, and you start to feel invincible. You start to feel, you know, like nobody can touch you because you, you're so rich. I mean, fucking you know, Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein, fucking billionaire right mm-hmm. and he felt like he couldn't be touched so he felt like he could do the things that he that he was doing and, and be able to get away with it and you know i'm sure that there are a lot of rich people out there who you know feel the same way and are able to get away with the things that they can get away with because they got the money uh-huh. right. and, uh, yeah I'm, all the time that they need because they they don't really need to work and they've got all this disposable income so it's easier for them to build some kind of dungeon and have human captives for decades and right right i think it's just i I don't have the money yeah we don't have that kind of money right i I, I think it's the money that just changes everything i think these people have just always been weird and the money just you know is able to gives them the ability yeah unleashes like okay well now we can do this thing i might as well fucking do it no you know Yeah, yeah yeah You guys uh, know the story of what inspired Hostel? No. I'm not sure I want to. The, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, the, 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 the initial concept of Hostel was because the screenwriter saw a story, an article, about an ad online where for $100,000 you could fly to Thailand and shoot someone in the head. Yep. Yeah. Why wow. would you want to do that, though? Like, what is fucking wrong with people? That's crazy. It's it's um Frank Cotton from Hellraiser Syndrome where oh yeah you, you think you think you think you've done it all you become a nihilist and suddenly it's what haven't I done what can be the next thrill yeah yeah I well, never want to be like that kind of life. I find joy in the simple things yeah to hunt man you know well and that's a famous like retold story they did Bloodlust on MSC 3K but it's just a retelling of of what is this, uh, the great or the greatest, the most dangerous game. Most dangerous game. Okay. Well, yeah. they've done so many versions of that. Yeah. And it's a very famous and, and all these retellings of it, but that's, you know, I guess the perfect prey if yeah. you're really well, and, into that. And that was, you know, the Zodi- they can think like that. The Zodiac Killer. You know, that was his thing. You know, to hunt man is the most dangerous game. I mean. Yeah. That's how you get your kicks. Yeah, Goddamn. Twisted, oh. twisted fantasies, and and shunting's you know a good example of that. Once <laughs> we shunted, I would have to be like fishing assholes and pulling people inside out, my all the way through until I got out and be gone. <laughs> I gotta go. What if you it was that or be like shunted? I would. I'm sorry, I would be going pissing at the asshole. Wow. Be, good, Thank you for that. It's a good thing wow. our doors open and our neighbors can hear all this because well, yes. <laughs> yeah, this this bird this fucking bird is like looking at us like what the what the fuck, fuck are they talking about? This is the suburbs. I thought it was safe, man. <laughs> you, you're gonna be on YouTube neighbors from hell tomorrow. Yeah. You won't even know. 
We're on the next door app. My next door neighbors are she's, talking about some really strange stuff. She's fisting her husband. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I understand what, you know, Billy, when he does that. We got him over a barbecue! <laughs> At first I was, like, gross, because I, I thought he was going to die. At first I was like, that's really gross. But I'm like, that's his only way out. Right. Like, look, I'll do it again. Let's yeah. fucking do it again. He literally pulls Ted's head out of his ass. <laughs> if only more people have the ability to do that. Oh, absolutely. But doesn't this movie feed... I'm, I'm sorry? Oh, I'm sorry. The most disturbing image, though, was when he goes up to the parents' room, and the dad's, you know, obviously the bloodhead, but yeah. like, the sister's <laughs> hanging out of the mom. Yeah. I was like, is this some kind of, like, rebirth? I, I, what is this supposed to mean? Like, I, I mean, it has to be some kind of weird... Just, just yeah, Brian using the bring Brian using yeah. yeah, I think it was kind of like screaming Matt George is like, hey, we can do this, and Brian using is like, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it, do it. Yeah. Right. Does, it, does it have any relevance to the story? No. no. Does it further the plot? No. Okay. Is it gonna look great? Yeah. You're up inside the mom. Okay. That's mm. that bothered me the most. I'm like, I feel like this is yeah. some psychological. But I thing. I, you know. I do feel like that they. I I, I do think that they filmed the shunting and then it was like, okay, let's try to build a story around it. <laughs> right, make a movie around this. <laughs> like like it wasn't it wasn't let's have a story and then let's What else can we do? Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's really just moment to moment in there. Like the story is so flimsy. You know, the friend that's dead but not really dead and because yeah. you know they were gonna yeah. shunt him. Oh that, that was fucked up. Didn't, yeah, no. yeah. Didn't Usna uh, produce Warlock? Didn't he have a hand in that? I believe he did. Sure. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Because Warlock's one of my one of my favorite movies. Right? Yeah, I like I like Warlock as well. I love Julian Sands. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> I forgot that uh, Usna did The Dentist and The Dentist Two. Oh yeah. Corbin Burton. Yeah, Corbin Burton. Corbin Burton. Yeah. And and of course, Return of the Living Dead Three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> Love of the Damned, which and Anthony Faust. Was. Yeah, Faust. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Had effects by Screaming Mad George and a similar society esque like body melt scene, but not on the same grand scale. It was the one female like antagonist is melted into a pile of tits and ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage male's brain. Yeah. She turned into a booby booty blob. <laughs> booty 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 blob. Big fat booty booty blob. Say that three times fast. <laughs> but I still have to say my favorite Brian Yuzna is Reanimator, which we uh might be talking about uh soon. So maybe yeah. wink wink. We but, shall give but, it life. But this movie feeds into that like like we we don't like rich people because we're not rich, so we have to portray them as freakish or totally evil, like they're irredeemably evil. Is, is don't we have to look into ourselves for that like that's isn't that what this movie feeds into like they're rich so they're obviously evil they're obviously aliens who suck off the poor one percent <laughs> and who doesn't have a problem with one percent because none of us here are one percent right 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 you know us we're just like suburban parents yeah like <laughs> wall street lessons of those um, kind of movies they showed people at the height of their riches 
and they fell. And we like to see that, right? We like to we see do. people. We, we like to watch them fall. And that's what this is just with a lot more KY. Society. Not society. <laughs> the movie, but um, society. The people. People you know, be, like that. It's, it's, it, it, it makes them feel good. It's, it's nothing new, by the way. Being the lover of history that I am, this yeah. goes back a long way. You know what? It ain't. It wait. It, it. Excuse me. It wasn't <laughs> the poor. It wasn't the poor people in the Roman Colosseum going. Right. Yeah. Right. The rich people. Yeah. But yeah. isn't there a part of us that we want to be the ones who are doing that? Isn't that isn't that part of it? We it's want to be nature. the ones. I mean, human nature. There's so many sides to us, and. You know, it, it's just interesting because society as a whole, the word, you know, if you study sociology, I mean, that society is, is people in groups. And, and you know, we love to be in groups. And even people who say, oh, I can't be classified there, they're so quick to slap a label on themselves sometimes because we want that as we people. We all do and that. Then, and then it's only natural the next progression is we got these different groups of people. They're all going to be fucking angsty against each other because they think their group is superior. Do you see what I'm saying? And so yeah. we want – that's why there's war. That's why there's all these things. And so, yeah, do we hate the rich people? A little bit. And, but you know, but well, then we're also infascinated with them because look at all the fucking reality shows. Why is keeping up with the Kardashians even past the season one? Oh, give me a break. It's been yeah. for like a bazillion years based off a sex tape that Kim Kardashian did. Keeping up with Chris Lee. <laughs> but, um, but we're, so we're fascinated with them but we also like we want to see them fall like so that's I, you, you you log in um on the internet it's big news if kim kardashian something bad happens to her because or, we like that because it makes us feel better about ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. like, i oh, think of it like too. prison it's like prison no one wants to be the bitch well <laughs> In real life, poor man no poor man knows he's rich man's bitch. Poor man wants to be rich so he can make someone else his bitch. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it's never gonna end. You know, it's been through all you know, in, in all like major like civilizations, there was some form of it. Hierarchies, tiers of people. So you know, and, and we're going back to seeing, you know, this in the video store and passing it up. You know, you got to think about some of the movies that you were also looking at in that horror section because you're like, what the fuck is this movie? But you got like parents and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, oh, it's just like that. Some sort of weird cannibalism thing. No, no it's not. <laughs> not not <at> quite. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Cannibals are tame compared to this. Oh, yeah. This is yeah, but even, but even even parents fe- feeds into that. We want to look at people who have power over us and see them as actually freakish or, you know what I mean? I think even that feeds into that. And I think that was really big in the late eighties was that, mm-hmm. that feeling well, of Reaganomics. Um, yeah, of right. The We're, social climate and the well, political and, climate. And I, and I think a lot of films from that era are geared towards teenagers and, you know, it's every teenager's dream to rebel against their, their parents. And oh yeah. Parents. Right. No matter how cool your parents are, you're gonna you you want to rebel. You want to be different. You know, yeah. I had a cool mom, but I spent my entire life trying not to be like her. Yeah. And we see that now because we're parents. Yeah, and we had grown ass kids too. Now now we're on the receiving end of all that bullshit. So yeah. So your kids now think that you're shunting. You know, it's, you're on the other <laughs> side of it now. Right. You're on the other side of it now. Yeah. Well, they call it moving furniture, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different pot. Ew, no. Get out. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, no comment. <laughs> I got I got no kids. I can't comment. I can edit. Please edit that out. What the fuck, man? <laughs> so I want to go back to. On camera, she read. Someone needs to explain to me Clarissa's mom. Please, we talked. We touched yeah. on that earlier. No, I, I, I have not. I don't have a satisfactory answer for her. What was her deal? There isn't an answer to her. Like why she is. I mean, obviously, Clarissa's, she eats hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, who doesn't? But still. And she'll give you the hair sometimes. You know. No, no comment. No, she she just seemed like one of those. She just seems like one of those individuals. Like you know, she's part of the society, but like the part nobody hangs out with and nobody likes. Like, oh, just let her stay over. Like you see, they didn't even fucking invite her to shun thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like she just didn't work out. She she doesn't fit into society. She was, like she's a failed experiment she was or something. Upper middle class. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's good. Yeah. And that Tammy Faye Baker eye makeup. Like Clarissa is oh, yeah, not as bad as the rest of the society. Right. It could be that, actually. Good point. Yeah. So she was sort of cast like out. But she doesn't, doesn't her doesn't her character become somewhat heroic towards the end? Because the, the, yeah, the she, dude's she's trying right. to she, him when he's she's yeah. like, Don't go back to your house, you know, when he gets out. Yeah, I found that part I found her character interesting, although confusing. You can't help like her. You know, no. although it's a little weird that they just went straight to Pound Town right away, but I guess I'm. <laughs> Pound Town. It happens. Yeah. Go to a party, slept with a chick. Uh oh. It offers to pee in my coffee. I mean. You're like they are a class ass candy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So some of the coffee my relatives used to make, I could have sworn the difference. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do we want to go around and and give our our ratings. Why so? Somebody else has to go first. I have to think on this. Yeah, me too. This this time I'll volunteer. All, All right. right, you volunteer tribute. Go ahead. I'm I'm gonna give this one a solid eight out of ten. Ooh, good. You know, as as outlandish as it is, it's a very fun movie. It is. And and it is, and it is, it is such a nostalgic piece of that late '80s, early '90s period. Mm-hmm. And you you can't get more unique. Which oh, is yeah. always a, that's something I talk about so much on my YouTube channel and in my blog posts about give me something I have not seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did it. They did it. They definitely yeah, did it. Yeah, you can't say that they didn't do that. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a seven out of ten. And five of that's for the special effects. Um I loved what they did um with the, the shunting. Um <laughs> It was. Mm-hmm. It was. Well, you loved it. Yeah. Okay. Um. They. It gets so five for special effects. It gets one for uniqueness because it. It was definitely you know one of a kind. And then I'm gonna give it a point just because I like Brian Usna, and I I've enjoyed pretty much everything that he's done. Um. I wasn't yeah. a huge fan of the film, but the the last 20 minutes definitely blew my fucking mind. Yeah. You're not the same after that. Yeah. That stays with you forever. There's no walking away from that one. Yeah. I'm going to share Daniel's rating and I'm going to give it a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like, um, I really really enjoyed the the slow burn aspect of it, like the mystery 
leading up to like the the revelation of exactly what they are. Like I I, I was literally just sitting like uh, on the bed, cross cross leg Indian style, <laughs> eating a bag of. I finished the whole fucking bag of chips too while I was watching this shit. I was sitting there. Like, <laughs> Easy to do when you're thinking. You need yeah. brain power. Right, and then and then the the chips were done by the shunting scene, and it was like, oh glad. You're and, glad. Then they're, and they're coming oh. back up. <laughs> like oh god, dude. <laughs> oh. But uh, no, I, I I really I really enjoyed it. The the special effects were amazing. The, I thought Billy Warlock was uh, a fine hero, you know, the, considering the fact that you know he was such a fucking weasel on uh on Baywatch. Like his character was such a fucking weenie. <laughs> 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 but, but, like like yeah, he was he was like he was a good hero. Uh, Devin DeVasquez is uh, beautiful, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, and she used to date friends. Right, yeah, yeah, she revealed yeah, that. Yeah, some really gorgeous women. Also, um, extra extra points to them for having my favorite uh, uh, rich people cliche. Like, in order to show somebody who's rich, they drive, like, one of those Jeep Wranglers. <laughs> <laughs> with the top off. Favorite, that's my favorite cliche, yeah, with the top off. That's my favorite cliche is, like, oh, they obviously they're rich because they drive in the Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> Look at them go. <laughs> Um, Erica? Yeah, um, I'm also going to go with 8 out of 10. Um, most of it for the awesome special effects in the final sequence. Definitely. Um, but also, I mean, just, I also dig the themes, the, the class based uh, uh, conflict, you know, like in, you know, the whole idea that the, the rich are out to consume everyone uh, else with like the. Consume and devour. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dig that. Um, I also uh, also just like the uniqueness of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I know to that. She definitely stands <laughs> on its own. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dave, have you gone? Yeah, you know, originally I think I was I was kind of um, pretty disparaging towards this film, but I'm watching. It's on right now as, I'm, as we're doing this, and I think I got to give it seven out of ten. I. I yeah. um, I love the, um, I think the message underneath it, like we were just talking about, the class warfare, the, the rich consuming the poor. I, I like that. And I like the fact that they just didn't seem to give a fuck that we're going to make these, this big, giant, fleshy ball of people and we're going to write a movie around it. And it, it works. It, it, it works for me. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's it's kind of slimy. I think I need to take a shower now. Yeah, afterwards you feel like I don't feel... But uh, I don't know. I think this movie has, I think I, I came into it and I, I wasn't fair to it the first time I watched it. And I think of watching it a second time. There's yeah. more to it than just the special it, effects. It's, it it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's more to it than I, I, I feel bad. I feel like I should apologize to it. Although, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, 7 out of 10 for me. Thank you. Okay, that's good. You know, I am really happy with how high we've rated this film. Because we have torn to pieces other films. But this yeah. film, that's well, so they deserved it. And so fucking out there, we are really just lifting it up. And I am so happy about that. And now I don't feel bad about my rating as eight out of ten fists. Ah. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm giving it the eight out of ten, um, mostly for special effects. Um, I'd never seen anything like that before. And I have watched horror my entire life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it outdoes in grossness, like, dead alive. Yeah. I, don't, it does. I wouldn't go that far. I don't want to say I it out. I think it does. I don't think it outdoes it, but I. It but, outdoes it in grossness because it's so fucking slight. You don't understand yeah, the grossness. It, like you understand when a fist goes through somebody's face, 
yeah. their complete skull so in Dead Alive. We, we had this conversation um, earlier about the only time in a film that I ever felt like I was going to regurgitate was the scene in Dead Alive <laughs> with, the, with the pus and the soup. And this this movie this movie is the only other movie that when when the shunting occurred and and you know he fisted the ass and was pulling him inside out that I was kind of like oh my god this like, gore makes me laugh yeah. thing about gore I giggle but when that happened I was just like <laughs> I can't help it and it just comes at me. Um, no. You don't want to take me to the gore movies, and we've had that experience. Yeah, we've done that. And and oh. everybody's like serial killers. Um, but yeah, like seeing you talking about in Dead Life, I laugh. It's crazy, but I laugh. But so this movie like grossed me out, but it was like I giggled because it was so fucking outrageous. It was so different, and it, even now today, it's been all these years, and there is nothing like this. No. There's nothing, you, and you can say that you don't have to like the movie, but you can say this is, you know, absolutely a unique piece. Honestly, I look at it almost like art, and so you have your own interpretations, and that's what I like. So that 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 gives it that rewatchability, and you can take your psychology and your art knowledge and just really go in there and dig deep and like come up with your own shit, and it's kind of fun. I I think it's a fun thing. Um, so yeah, it's a fun movie. Um, not something that is on heavy rotation for me, but I had a lot of fun with it. I had a lot of giggles because of the gore. I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Oh, my yeah. God. You know, so I'm very animated. So, yeah, I was there was no surprises with me on how I felt when I watched it. Yeah. And it really helped that we watched this, you know, on uh, with Joe Bob Briggs because he had a lot of interesting takes and opinions. on. This. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I know that you I know, like, like like you had said, Daniel, this was right up his alley, and and it he really was. He was having fun with it. Yeah, it really he was. was. Having so much fun, and that makes you have fun. Yeah. You know, and so when you have that break, it's kind of like with that movie. I do need the Joe Bob breaks because I want to think, and I want to like, I want to hear more. Like, okay, what was going on behind the scenes? Uh, what does Joe Bob think about this? You know, and and, and it adds a richness, a different layer to the yeah. films. And, and, and it can make a, a film that would probably, without the commentary, you just kind of be like, what? But with him, it just adds like another layer. And so you're having a lot more fun, too. So, yeah, I, I prefer to watch a lot of films with Joe Bob. And and I would like to, to extend my love to Brian Usna. Yeah. And, yeah. and I would like to eventually, you know, I know Rob would like to do Return of the Living Dead 3. Um, but I'd also like to cover we can from, make that happen. from Beyond. I love Barbara Christian. I love her so much. She's my yeah, everything. She's, she's great. She's gorgeous. She's funny. She's talented. I can't stress that enough about I love her. Yeah. I love my ladies of horror, but she's one of my favorites. Yeah. So Barbara, if you're listening. We love you. Yeah. I always comment on her Instagram post because she'll be like, have a great weekend. And she'll post this yeah. picture of her. I'm like, um, you are absolutely stunning. Please let me age like you. Have a great weekend. <laughs> and, and real quick, shout out to uh, Sergeant Slaughter who just fought, started following us on Twitter. And uh, we appreciate that. Uh, I used, you used to watch him. Yeah. Thanks for finding us. <laughs> and uh, may I ask you all, thinking of uh, someone who's aged well, wish me luck because on Saturday I'm hoping I'll get to meet Felissa Rose. Oh, oh yeah. You're gonna do it for me. I, I, yeah. Good luck yeah. with that. Let me know how it goes. 
Um, I'll be meeting her on Halloween, yeah. and which she'll be here for a Days Even of the Dead. And I'm so excited. I'm going to have my Love Witch costume on and everything. I'm just going to be really exciting. So, yeah. <laughs> Tell me how that goes. I'm really excited to hear about it. So, closing thoughts, anybody? Any recommendations? Like, uh, would you recommend this to other fanatics? Well, I think, <laughs> I, I think this film, you know, it has a cult following. Absolutely. I know, I know a lot of people really enjoy this. And uh, I get it. I don't. I, I like I said. I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of the film, but but the special effects are fucking great. Well, it's really yeah. all about the special yeah. effects, to be yeah. honest. And yeah. a little bit of paranoia that's not actually paranoia because it's real. Yeah, and, and I that I, was effective. I am gonna recommend this to my mom. Wow. Oh. Can you imagine recommending? Wow. And my mom would be like, "What? No. Wow. That one's much that different for me." That was a direct impression. <laughs> The fuck is this shit? I, I I could say I'd recommend it, but only if you really know the person. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you want to fuck with somebody, it'd be great. Yeah. Or you're drunk. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I just, I think it'd be one of those things where if you want to fuck with somebody, like, oh my god, you're into horror. Oh, it'll be good. This film. Yeah. And I definitely want to know what you think about it, because it's just really, yeah, I want to know what you think. Because you're going to, I can imagine how that would go. Talk about the 1%. Ninety-nine percent of people are gonna be like, "Fuck you, Candy." You ever, you ever see those? You ever see those YouTube videos where they like film their reactions to certain scenes, like the red wedding in in Game of Thrones? Two girls, one cop. I would, yeah. I would, I would love to, I would love to like do like a, do an episode where we just film the reactions of random people watching the shunting scene. Yeah. I wish I could recreate mine. Like you, you know, you can never have that first experience again. I was just kind of like, um, um, what, what? Oh my God, what? <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, did he just stick it? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it was it was maximum fun, maximum like I don't know how I feel right now. I'm glad the kids didn't walk out. Yeah, it was one of those. That would have that would have made for an awkward birdies <laughs> talk. Well, Ash, Ash is 13, but the girls are adults, but they still would have been like, what the hell are you watching? Yeah. And they've seen some shit. They like horror. But this is this like goes beyond horror almost. It's Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Honey, it's, this is this is Ron Jeremy. <laughs> this this big this big jiggly ball of, of flesh. This movie did to me uh, when we did paranormal activity, I made a, a crack about how when he was sprinkling the powder, it set off yeah. my O C D. Yeah. This the, movie the, was the, the other side. All I kept thinking about what would the cleanup be like right. after the shot deck. <laughs> Like, uh, it's like, thinking, like, oh my God! Marble and they're get the mop. I gotta mop all this shit up. Oh. Could you imagine? Could you imagine like the sequel to this would be like the maid showing up to the house? Right, be like motherfucker! I gotta clean this shit up again. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I guess there is talk of a sequel. I don't know that it's necessarily going to happen. But uh, probably safe bet not. Yeah. yeah also, you know, the guy. See if they did a sequel. Was interested in directing, but I don't think he's that good of a director. It'd be all CGI, (laughs) like I just I couldn't. Yeah, I think it's best if we if it's left alone. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's gonna lose its uniqueness. It's gonna lose the fact, like in a in a time of big franchise shit going on. 
and and all these things that it was just this one almost like surreal art like yeah. here you fucking go now, now i do i do know mm-hmm. obviously the decade of, of reboots and mm, yeah. so I could I could see somebody trying to it's fucking reboot like this. It's been like the millennium of reboots. Yeah. They started that shit in early. I, I could see somebody trying to reboot this. But. No, I never. Please don't touch it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I hope they don't really. So I guess the proposed sequel, Society Two: Body Modification, was in development at the time this Wikipedia article was written, with the script written by Stephen Bureau. So um, I don't know if you know who he is. He's the, the head of Unearth Films, and he directed a, like a fake stuff film called um, uh, what was it American guinea pig that's it so I was like yeah I mean the special effects in that were great but I'm not really fond of hero as a director yeah just leave it alone okay okay because like when they're doing this re- extra re- remake I'm like why would you touch that Right. That is one of those films that is perfect. But it's, you know, it's they, iconic, like the most, it's considered the scariest film ever. They've run so, out of ideas. Like, okay, well then, I've got plenty of fucking ideas. Nobody's paying me for them. <laughs> tons of them <laughs> around. I've got tons of them on the computer. Use my novels, right? <laughs> Do something different. Like, oh my God, I can't stand that. Um, you know, I do appreciate when people are trying to be unique out there. We've got some unique stuff going on. Most of it is in your lower budget um, stuff. Um, but Ari Aster, I got to give a big, you know, shout out to. Yeah. See that bird? See that bird? Um, but, uh, you know, because um, he did some original shit. You know, and it was amazing. And it was actually kind of, you know, it was really well done. I had a budget. Not a huge budget, but I had a budget. Had great actors in it, you know. So, and that was some original stuff. And we've got Mike Flanagan out there doing yes. doing work. Oh my God! If he does the Dark Tower, I about like this myself. Yeah. I am with Pete in someone's coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, you're supposed to say I'm a class act. For yeah, that. yeah. I'm a class act. <laughs> but um, no, the Dark Tower series is sort of uh, if you haven't read it, it's Stephen King, eight books long. And it's sort of his Lord of the Rings. Ah, yes. I and they did that one-off movie, and I can't, it hurt me so bad. Like, I was emotionally hurt by that. Because his magnum opus he had been writing since he was 17 years old with the gunslinger. And you're going to fucking shit it all into one movie, leave out all the characters, all the journey. Like, okay, so please, Mike Flanagan, I cry out to you. Do this. It could be Lord of the Rings epic. You could bring, you could do this fucking cool epic it would just be amazing like please don't hurt me because yeah. we know you listen to this podcast so <laughs> maybe, maybe he will gods and goddesses of we've war, got sergeant okay? slaughter we're so coming up in the world that's right that's right <laughs> totally um but you know it's uh it's just one of those things i really want to happen i've been talking about for years i'd, I'd love to do myself if i had if I was a director, um, I would probably write the script or something. But, um, you know, I just love the idea that we could do this core epic that would be like Lord of the Rings. We could finally get some, you know, some it's good... It's not quite horror, though. It is horror, and it's not. It's I just not. want to see the lobstrosities. Oh, yeah. my God. Get a shack, get a shack, get a shack. I just want to see them. Like uh, the drawing of the three, because he wrote the gunslinger when it was 17. You go to the drawing of the three, it was written in the 80s. Like it was a long stretch. And it starts off the gunslinger fucking. Well, I don't want to run the book. Yeah. 
Yeah. It starts off free with a bang. And those yeah. had nightmares about them. Yeah, I just kept thinking about drawn butter and how tasty they'd be, but yeah. it's just me. <laughs> it's just me. I think I'm hungry. <laughs> I didn't. I got it. When, when I played when I played Warcraft, my hunter had a pet crab that I called Lobstrosity. <laughs> oh, excellent. And a spider a, called Mordred. I had a Mordred. I, I had a boar named Bacon. <laughs> I named mine stupid stuff like dumbass. Like my characters' names in like Borderlands, I I wouldn't know. I can't repeat them. My my character's name in Borderlands is Butthole. So I think I <laughs> your I'm choice. A, I'm up ahead. Ties back to this movie. Trent the slut. Trent the slut. Yeah. <laughs> Long story. All right. So anyway, <laughs> we'll wrap this up. So uh, let's go around and do some plugs. Rob, I know you love doing plugs. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, you can find me as uh, the Cinema Drunkie on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, as well as my blog, thecinemadrunkie.wordpress.com. My numerous writings on uh, ultimateactionmovies.com, as well as excellentflicks.com, and uh, my upcoming podcast, The Action Drunkies, which is. Uh, We've already started recording, so that should be coming out. Cool. So stay tuned. Awesome. Yay. Can't wait. I'm excited about that. Thank you. Excited for you. Well, uh, the Nightmare Nerd, as always, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, you know, I've always got new content coming up. I've been a little delayed this week because it's been stressful for the for me for several days now. But uh, you keep watching because now it's Halloween season and we got a lot of stuff coming up. So eat, drink, and be scary. Awesome. Uh, Erica. Hey, uh, check out my uh, lackadaisical blogging and other posts uh, at myhorrificlife.com. Uh, I'll try to post something every few months or whenever I feel like it lately. And on Instagram, at, at myhorrificlife. Awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, just as always, an honor to be here with you wonderful people. Um, just as always, be good to each other. I think, Rob, you say it better than I ever could. Would you give it to me? What's that? You said be good to each other. Oh, and be excellent oh, to oh, 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 uh, be, be kind to each other. Yes. If nothing else, be kind. That's what I live for every day, man. Thank you. Good yeah. motto. Absolutely. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Slasher, and Rob's OnlyFans. And oh, oh my God. Dad. Let me get my credit card. And yeah, <laughs> five ninety nine a month. Um, that's cheap. That's, 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 he really so lowballed me there. Right now, I am I am uh, technically on quarantine. Um, yeah. We had somebody at my work test positive, and well, they good us, luck. They sent us all home. We had to get tested, and we can't go back until we get our results back. So the whole facility is shut down. Everybody, take this seriously. Wear your mask. Please, please, I say that in every video. Yeah. Let's, let's get rid of this shit so we can go back to normal. Absolutely. By Halloween. Yes, please. Well, we're going to have a fun time on Halloween no matter what. And I've got some things in front of me that I'm trying to deal with. So I've also been in a stressful situation. I've got a life-changing medical condition going on. Um, and it's been pretty dark the last couple of weeks for me. But I think I'm, I'm starting to see the light in the tunnel, you know? Um, my blog is uh, candycritichorror.wordpress.com. I try to uh, throw in um, history of horror, my um, love of EC comics, 
you know, just my personal sociological looks at gender things, at, uh, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, things like that, but I relate them to horror. I also um, am the person who does our all of our Twitter work at house underscore screams. And uh, you can contact me directly there. You can find uh, the House of Screams on Facebook. Um, we have a page there. And um, uh, you can find me on Facebook, but I don't post anything interesting. If you want to look like, <laughs> I don't know, Candy Allison Smith. And uh, what else do I got? A slasher, Candy the Final Girl. And also on Instagram, Candy the Final Girl. If you're interested in my dramatic lashes that I possibly buy, that's and weird makeup that I do. <laughs> Daniel was like losing his shit on me. Keep talking. Okay. I'll stop. But my Instagram's fun. Please check it out. And um, thank you all for uh, being here for this episode. Uh, I know it wasn't one anyone was excited about, but I think we had a fun conversation. It was it was different. Fun movie. Yeah. yeah I like this movie more now. I like this movie more now than I did uh, earlier. Yeah. Keep yeah, watching. I, mean, I like it more. You, you discuss it and you think about it. The more you're like, hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I, I do. It definitely turned out different than how I thought it would turn out. Yeah, because I thought so. we were gonna sit here and shit on it, but I, I knew I wasn't going to. I was like, I'm really pleased with, uh, you know, us bringing this into a positive light because a lot of people uh, hate this movie, and I don't think it deserves hate. No. I don't no, think not at all. definitely not. And stay tuned for next week because it is about to get crazy for the rest of the season. We are starting into high gear, into high demand episodes. Starting with next week, we're doing Candyman. Yeah. And we know our victim. Yeah, yeah. We know from previous episodes that I kind of am in love with him. Yeah. I, I like. I'm. True. I'm kind of attracted to Candyman, the killer. Not not just Tony Todd, but Candyman. She wants to be his victim. I do. So, like, yeah. I want to hear him say it. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Well, He's thank you once again for having me, y'all. Well, glad to have you. Thank you Thanks guys for, for coming out and doing this. Well, well, whatever. Coming on here and doing this. Um, always a blast. And next week is going to be super, super fun. And I cannot wait. Oh, it's yeah. Packed yeah. full of shit. Have a pleasant evening. Thanks for right. the shunt. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Thank you so much. Good night.